Chronicles of Bruce Street Mafia. This is a Red Dog Fred production. Welcome back to the Logical Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Lodge. Uh, I had a brief hiatus. I went on a bear hunt in East Tennessee, which was uh, ultimately unsuccessful. But I learned a lot. I had a really good time. Did some backcountry camping. Uh, so that was fun. But uh, hence the the pause between the release of the last episode and this episode. Um, I released a little quick video. I don't know if you guys got to see it or not. Uh, kind of giving a breakdown about the Russian and Ukraine tension. Tried to make it fun and, and easy to understand. Uh, such a serious topic. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to break down some of the geopolitics that are kind of going down right now. Um, some of the previous episodes where it's just been me talking, uh, I've, I've just kind of talked about you know philosophy or gone down those rabbit holes, which is great. Today we're really going to focus on kind of what is happening in the world and kind of making sense of it. Because it's really hard. It's very difficult to make sense of it. So I'm going to give my perspective. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. You can discredit it completely. But I'm going to tell you a little bit of what I think is what's going on right now in the world. And uh, a good place to start, I think, um, probably the most important place to start right now uh, is the Russian-Ukraine tension, the war that's happening right there. Um, so right now we are fighting a proxy war. This is not the official U.S. policy, um, but, uh, w you know, in the zeitgeist, in the general collective consensus of, of the culture right now, we all, both sides, whatever side, however many sides are, kind of believe that we are in a proxy war. So to break down what that means, just very quickly, a proxy war is when you are at war with somebody else, but you are using a proxy, you're using a, a different country to fight that war. Um, so in this case, we are using Ukraine to fight the Russians. Um, and so how are we, the United States, using Ukraine to fight the Russians? Well, we are funding Ukraine. Um, our war machine is, uh, is, is fully engaged in that conflict right now. We're giving them vital, crucial intelligence uh, for Russian positioning. Uh, we're giving them up-to-date new technologies. Um, just we're, we're providing infrastructure. We're, we're, we're providing uh, money. Uh, so we are funding Ukraine as our proxy to fight Russia right now. So um, Russia, um, in the captured corporate media, uh, is looked at either if you're a Democrat right now, you look at Russia as, oh, well, you're defeated. Um, you're not that strong. Um, you, your, your military is, 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 is faltering. Um, you know, you're, you're losing so many people, you're losing so many men or whatever it is. Uh, the Republican consensus right now is, is, is kind of like, well, you know, Russia just needs to back off. And if Trump was in office, all of this wouldn't happen. And we just need a strong leadership. And, you know, he, he's just a dog with, you know, a lot of bark and no bite. Um, I'm here to tell you that both of those perspectives are completely inaccurate and completely wrong. And here's why. First of all, again, turn off the news. The news is a captured uh, uh, corporation 
right? They're a for-profit corporation that is captured by the people that are uh, giving them money to exist. So turn off the news. If you want to be informed about something, at the very least, read it. Don't watch TV. Uh, there's, you're, you're, I'm not smart enough to understand five people talking and little things scrolling across the screen. And it's just, it's all garbage. It's all nonsense. So, so you want to be informed by something, you need to read about it. So if we're going to read about something, we're going to inform ourselves. Why don't we start with uh, what we call a primary source? So a primary source in this case is we want to look to see what Russia primarily Vladimir Putin is actually saying about the situation. So that, that, that makes a lot more sense than turning on Fox to see what Fox has to say or CNN to see what CNN has to say about Putin. Let's go to the primary source. Let's go. What is Putin actually saying? So Putin himself is actually um, saying that if we increase this aggression through this proxy war that we are fighting, um, if we increase aggression, that he will um, not – he will be his back will be pushed into a corner and he ultimately will be left with no choice but to use a nuclear option so west captured western corporate media is downplaying this and saying oh well it's going to be a tactical nuke and yada 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 and where is it going to be used and all these other things but what we're failing to understand in that premise that they're trying to that 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 propaganda machine that they are trying to push down our throats is we know that's not to be the case. We know that's not true. Like, we know that if Russia uses a nuclear weapon, it changes the political landscape the, 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 for the world forever. Like, it, it, it's a really, really, really big deal. And we don't really maybe understand why, but we just know that in our heart of hearts, when we see the television trying to downplay the use of nuclear armaments, we know that that's not it's not going to work out for us. And I, I, I think that hits on a, maybe a broader point when we're talking about the news, when we're talking about how it is that we decipher these things. And, and that broader point is a lot of times when we're watching the news, we, or, you know, when we're, when we're seeing what's going on, we're, 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 we're a mirror and we're reflecting back what is, what we are taking in. Right. And we're trying to digest this information and trying to take it in. When we watch the news, a lot of times what happens, and this is in, in, in my experience and probably in your personal experience too, is you see something and you know it's not the case. You know it is not true. You're watching whatever it is and you know it's not true, okay, but you don't know what is true. So in other words, we're speaking of maybe an event in a negative sense, like as in we don't know the details of this event. I just know that the um, the the story that is being told about the event is untrue. So let me give you, for instance, um, a polarizing event that happened, a horrific event, a horrible event that happened January 6th, right? So we all turn on our televisions on January 6th and we see um, these overweight, diabetic rednecks breaching the Capitol building, right? I mean, this is my, this is what I see. And I know what I'm seeing 
I see that. I see the illegal activity. I see the compromise of the Capitol building and, and the, the, what it represents. I see all of the horrible things that are happening. Okay. So let me make that clear. But I also see that the narrative that I'm being told about this is untrue. Now, what am I saying by that? Let's, let's, let's like just look at the broader scope. This is where I start to get a little frustrated because we start to draw these lines in the sand and, and, and really we could all unite under what I'm about to tell you about January 6th. January 6th happened in the capital in the, of the United States of America. And in that same city, they are surrounded by institutions and agencies that have an unreasonable amount of resources and power that they use at their disposal, a lot of times unchecked because it falls under the Department of Defense. So it's for national security. So this isn't something that is vetted. Agencies like the ATF, agencies like the CIA, agencies like the NSA, agencies like the FBI, these agencies are all in Washington, D.C. They all have, they all have so much resources. They have more money than continents. Access to money. They have more access to money, these, some of these institutions, than entire continents. They have more power than entire continents. Continents. So my problem with January 6th, when I turned on my television to see what was going on, and I could see these fat, dumb, diabetic rednecks jumping over and getting into the Capitol building, I saw that was true. But what I did not, the truth, the narrative that this was an insurrection, that this was this, this, planned by Trump, that it was orchestrated and all this nonsense, I knew that wasn't the case. Because, again, <laughs> they were doing this in a city whose headquarters for these giant overreaching government institutions are right next door. So you mean to tell me that these fat, dumb, diabetic rednecks stormed the Capitol without the CIA knowing, or the NSA knowing, or the FBI knowing, or the ATF knowing. I knew about it. I knew about it before it was going to happen. It was on Facebook. I mean, this is, this is absurd. This is ridiculous. You're telling me that these agencies were somehow under the thumb of Trump's? So this is what the liberals are going to say. They're going to be like, oh, well, those agencies knew, but they were under the thumb. They were under the, the, the you know, the because Trump was the president. So Trump did a stand down to the, no, 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 sweetie. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not how it works. That's not how our government works. If if you think for one freaking second that the CIA answers to the president of the United States, you are out of your mind. I mean, this is like, this is, this is, 
the the image the reason why I'm laughing is like the image in my head is like the FBI shows up to work that morning and they're like drinking their coffee and they're watching the news and they're like comically like spit their coffee out like what what's going on in the Capitol I can't believe it like no guys like either. These are your options. Either these giant, overreaching government institutions didn't know, somehow did not know, it slipped through the radar that there was going to be this insurrection, this 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 capital riot nonsense. So if they didn't know, dissolve them because they failed at their jobs, right? Or they did know and allowed it to happen. So now they're meddling in like psyops and like in the in, in in the progression of our country and yada 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 in this weird horrible way. Dissolve them. So it, they, if they allowed it to happen, they failed us. Yet nobody is pointing fingers at these agencies and saying, "How did you allow this to happen?" Instead, we're like investigating Donald Trump, the, a reality television star. You think a reality television star, I'm talking to the liberals here, you think a reality television star has his thumb over the CIA? Is that the hill you're going to die on? Are you serious right now? Like, do you have any idea how the Central Intelligence Agency operates, the history of it? Do you have any idea, like, the the overreaching hand that they play in the world? on the world stage and you're going to tell me that like Trump knew and like made them stand down. And so what's the government's response to this? What's the official response to this is more police. We get another yet another overreaching federal agency now to protect the Capitol. No one's pointing their fingers and saying, Hey, FBI, ATF, NSA, all these agencies that this is your job. You failed. You failed. It wasn't it wasn't Trump. It wasn't the, the president of the United States. If you think for one second that the president of the United States called these people to the Capitol and they overcame the 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 force of these agencies through the collection of Trump's administration and their willpower, you are out of your mind. And to the conservatives that are still listening to this, that I'm sure are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these people, what they did, tarnished what was left of the institution of Congress. And don't say, Nancy did it way before. No, 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 no. Guys, what these people did was a horrible blight on the pride we should have for the United States and for the way in which our government works. So let's make it clear, arrest these people, put them in jail. But to get back to my earlier point, what you were seeing, you knew what you were seeing, but then when you got the official thing that was being blasted at you, there was a big part of it that was lost. 
a big part of it that you're sitting here going, but yeah, but what about these agencies whose this is their job? They, you know, they catch these people before this thing, this happens. They know about these terror cells. They know all these billions and billions of dollars in the Department of Defense is spent to do these things. And you're telling me that these dumb, fat, unorganized, diabetic rednecks storm the Capitol unopposed to these great forces. You're, you're insane. I mean, this is, this is insanity. And so, and this happens all the time, you know, Paul, Paul, like Paul Pelosi, let me understand this now. Like Paul Pelosi, like this illegal immigrant or something breaks into his house and they're both in their underwear Am I getting this right? I don't, I mean, and like, and then the cops show up, but then after the cops show up, the immigrant hits him with a hammer or something like, okay, um, this is the, so if the, pre, if something were to happen to the president, you know, it goes to vice president. And then if something were to happen to the vice president, then it goes to the uh, speaker of the house. And that, that's her husband. So again, we have these like these narratives that are just broadcast at us. And, and can we not just all join together collectively hand in hand and say, mm, this is ridiculous. I don't know. And stop trying to fill in the blanks and figure out what it is, what it, what is going on. Just we all can collectively agree and say, it's not this. It's not what is being shoved down my throat. What I'm being shoved down my throat is is not either it's not news or it's a like propagandist narrative. And it's so obvious and it is so apparent. And I don't necessarily, again, know what is going on. I just know it's not this. So it's like when you when you see President Biden and we still have holdouts of people on both the left and the right who believe that this guy is somehow not cognitively impaired. That he's somehow like completely making decisions and is the leader of the free world. We have holdouts on both the left and the right that still believe that. And I hear it from the right. They're like, man, Biden's destroying this country. He's destroying this country, man. He, I mean, he's just ripping this economy apart and he's taking oil from here and Biden's doing this and Biden's doing that. It's like, Biden's not doing anything, guys. Biden is like out of out to lunch he's out to pasture like it is cruel and unusual punishment what they are doing to this person that obviously has a disability a cognitive disability like this this person needs round-the-clock care and needs to be comfortable and needs to have dignity in the last years of their life as they're suffering from a progressive illness I mean, let's not forget this. This man had two brain surgeries. And when you watch him speak, I mean, this again, this this is not a debate, guys. I'm not like going to debate whether Biden is is cognitively able to lead the free world. He's not. And he's not leading the free world. So it's like the left, they they want to like hold on to that. Oh, I support President Biden and I support like Biden's not doing anything. He's not leading anything. He's not in charge. He's not in control of anything like this. And when he speaks, it's nonsense. It's, it's, it's just, it's absolute. It's, it, 
breaks my heart because I've seen elderly people that have suffered in the in the end years of their life, and and this is what it looks like. I mean, this is one hundred percent what it looks like. So the debate again is not whether he is here and present. the The debate is who is running our country, and. My perspective is like who who is who is the person that is interacting with this fighting this proxy war like who's over who's who's doing the the border the issue all these issues like who's running the country right now and I would argue this is my perspective again again this is from me I would say that um, we have a power vacuum in the executive branch meaning that since we don't have a strong president or vice president that are actually making cognitive decisions about uh, what, how the executive branch should function. Uh, since we do not have those two things, I believe fully that the next most powerful entities to fill that void, that power vacuum would be corporate interest. And I, I think a lot of people are going to say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's insane. Well, no. I mean, this is just reality. That is what currently is filling the power vacuum in the executive branch is that we have these corporate interests. So we have Raytheon and Boeing and Lockheed Martin and all these these corporations right now that are war hawking, pressing munitions, selling munitions, using the United States government to push their right? Their bottom line because they're a corporation and this is what they're supposed to do. I'm not hating on that. I'm not making a value judgment on that. I'm just saying like, this is how they operate. So in this power vacuum, that's what's happening. And then we also have like the pharmaceutical companies that are just running rampant right now in this power vacuum that are putting out medications that are dangerous, that are being recalled, that are having, and I'm not talking about the COVID vaccines. I'm, I'm talking about like just right now, how the FDA, the approval process, it's really barrel rolling through a lot of medications and it's kind of an unchecked problem because the FDA receives most of their money through the very people that they're regulating, as we've talked about previously. So, so again, in this power vacuum, we're seeing these different corporate private interests that are kind of taking advantage of not having a leadership. So they're the de facto leaders, and they don't even know it. So that's even more dangerous, is that the people that are setting U.S. policy, you know, like if you're selling six billion dollars a week or whatever it is of, of arms and munitions or, and intelligence and all these things to a foreign country to fight another foreign country, you are essentially setting U.S. policy when there is no U.S. policy that has been set. So do you, do you follow me? So, so, so again, it's like we see these things, we're seeing these things come at us through the corporate media and we know it's not true, like we know it's not true, but we don't know what is true. So why don't we all, again, unite under the fact that we are being lied to, it's very obvious that we're being lied to, that we're being um, uh, held um, you know, against our will in a false narrative, in a false reality. But the answer that most of us want to give is, well... I 
it's the left's fault or it's the right's fault or or whatever. They they want to fight amongst themselves instead of the actual overlords. And I, and I hate to use that. Um, it's really sad, you know. It's a sad way to define these things, but uh, I mean, in a way, it is. It's it's guys. It's not getting better. We know it's not getting better. Again, in our heart of hearts, we can all kind of just look around and say, this is insanity. This is technology has is progressing at this breakneck speed. We have these politicians who are completely out of touch with the people that they're supposedly you know, supposed to represent. Um, these corporations just have free range over u- utilizing the U.S. government to uh, peddle their goods. And I mean, that, that was, that was a big issue that I had with like, you know, the COVID vaccinations was we have these pharmaceutical companies that were essentially paid by the government, you know, without recourse. And they had a guarantee like, you know, supply that the government was going to buy so much of this product. Well, I mean, that's, that's unfair capitalism. Cause if you think about it, like, let's say you're a small pharmaceutical company and you, you, you're only worth a hundred million dollars and you're trying to develop a very particular, you know, cure for cancer because of some technology that one of the founders of your company kind of, you know, discovered or, or, or what have you, you now have a, un, I mean, even at a hundred million dollars, you think, oh, that's huge. No, not, not at all. When we're talking about pharmaceutical companies, but you now have an unfair advantage against Johnson and Johnson, against Pfizer, against Moderna, against these, these, you know, AstraZeneca, against these companies, um, that have a government, they're government backed. They, they have the protection of the government. So you see, so if, if we're in favor of like this free market capitalism, if we're in favor of innovation is driven by free markets, which historically is a true fact, I mean, again, take a step back and, and think about what is being pushed and, and push back and say, man, I know this isn't what I'm being told isn't true, but I don't really know what is. And if you start having that conversation with other people, we could kind of maybe all unite under that. We can kind of maybe use that as our banner. Like I'm tired of being lied to. I'm tired of, I'm tired of being lied to by captured corporate media. I'm tired of being lied to by out of touch dinosaur politicians on both sides of the aisle. I'm tired of acting as if, uh, me, uh, having a voice in electing the same people to do the same thing makes a difference. Get out of town, bro. We're not buying it anymore. I mean, it's, 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 it's outrageous. Get out and vote. Get out and vote for the same people that are going to do the same things. I'm not saying you shouldn't vote. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all, but <coughs> this should be a radical change that we all undergo a transformation that we should all undergo. And you can just choose to do that right in this moment. You can choose in this moment to drop all of this 
infighting, be, this false dichotomy between the Democrats and Republicans and liberals and conservatives, and just choose to love these people as your brothers, choose to love your enemies again as your brothers and sisters. And we could all unite under the fact that we're tired of being lied to. Instead of saying, oh, what's well, the right that lies to me? Oh, it's the left that lies to me. It's the, the Democrats are the liars. The Republicans are the liars. And then, then when the Republican points out that the Democrats are a liar, the Democrat says, oh, well, they're not lying as much as the Republicans. The Republicans get pointed out that the Democrats, you know, the Democrats are saying, hey, the Republicans lied too. And the Republicans say, oh, well, we're not being lied to as much. I mean, this is ridiculous. Like you, your team has betrayed you. Whatever team you're on, you know this. Like it's not your team, and you know this. And but instead, you're just like I'm. I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna double down on this team that I'm in because I'm. I don't want to be the other team, and those are my only two options. Now there's another option, folks. It's called being an American. It's called being a U.S. citizen and taking pride in your country. It's called uniting under the fact that we're tired of this. Sick of it. Sick of these wars. Sick of this nonsense being pushed down our throat. This isn't an ageism thing. This isn't a whatever, you know, boomer thing. This isn't a, you know, this is pushing back. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Why? Because those people lie and they've continued to lie. And when they're in power and they're in control, they don't do the things they say they're going to do. And I'm talking about both of them. You look at these, these democratically run states and cities and they have all these resources and all this money and they don't do the very simple things that they say they're going to do. They don't help the homeless. They don't help those that are most in need. And that's the whole premise and platform in which these social liberals, these new age liberals are premising their entire doctrine. And you go to these Republican uh, you know, institutions almost, these, you know, uh always read states or whatever. And you go to their their capitals, and, and, and what are they doing? Like, what? They, they're, like, passing laws to make them more conservative? No. They're passing more and more laws, which makes them less conservative. But it's okay, because they're the ones doing it, right? It's okay when Trump does it, right? Because he's doing it. Expanding our government, making more and more laws, Right? taking less control from you as an individual. I mean, this is like, it honestly just makes me mad. I mean, it, 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 honest, it honestly upsets me to sit here and talk about this. The fact that this, this, this ridiculous infighting, just like you get on Facebook for five minutes and you're going to, you're going to see Exactly this garbage, this infighting, these these neighbors against neighbors arguing that Nancy said this or or this was pushed through the Senate or what. It's like, dude, shut your mouth. Shut up. You sound so dumb. You sound so dumb. Stop buying what they are trying to sell, man. Stop. Take a step back and say it's not true. I don't know what is, but it's not this. And I'm tired of being lied to.
I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. We're at the brink of nuclear war because of the progression of these lies. And they don't even have the stones to admit that we're there. Instead, our, our, our news feed is full of nonsense. Things that don't impact our lives. You know what does impact our lives? Thermonuclear warheads. And we're close, guys. We're close because we keep poking a bear. We keep poking Putin into a corner. You know? Well, don't give him Europe. That's what we did with Hitler. Right? Don't give him Europe. We're appeasing him. Like, dude, shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Like, we are the instigators in this right now. We are the ones that are poking the bear. Stop. But there's no news coverage of this. This isn't this isn't being this isn't instead we we are it's very tailored specific information because again, it's not this nefarious group of like evil old white men in a in a smoky room that are, you know, have a, a map that they're pushing, you know, little figurines across with sticks. No, it's 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 not that. It's the fact that we have corporations whose job it is to retain our interest as long as possible. And those corporations exist under the guise of the news. So if I was Fox or CNN or MSNBC or any of these captured corporate media, and I had Pfizer or whoever paying me the bulk of my money, which most of the advertisement for these captured corporate news media comes from the pharmaceutical industry, which is bizarre and insane because we're one of two countries in the world that are even allow even allow the fact for us to uh, advertise pharmaceuticals. That's a different uh, wormhole we'll go down later. But it's insane to me to think that 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 anyone could think that these people that our, their job is to retain our interest for as long as possible are going to always tell the truth about the world around them and that aren't going to shape a narrative that would be engaging, that would be clickbait, that would be however you want to put it. Again, it's not this nefarious, you know, one world order, tin hat bullcrap. It's so much simpler than that. It is corporations taking advantage of the U.S. people. And that's exactly what's happening. So you know, oh, I don't, I don't watch the news unless it's Fox. Oh, I don't, I don't watch him. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't watch, or I don't watch Fox. You can't trust Fox. Like, shut up, dude. Like, it is this. It is all the same stuff. It's all the same. I mean, you, you sound ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. Fox makes its money by selling you content. It decides what that content is. It's that simple. It's leading you so that you continue to watch the content. It's shaping the way you think. And you think that you are able to resist it. That's what's insane to me. I at least have the spatial awareness to know that I cannot watch the news because my brain cannot resist what is being shoved down my throat. 
And that's what that's exactly the job of the corporate media is to do that. It's not again, it's not nefarious. I'm not making a judgment that it's bad or good. I'm saying they are doing exactly what they are designed to do, which is to capture your attention by any means possible and to dra- they're they're not it's not designed to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. It's not designed to say, "Hey, this is the news and this is what this is what's important." Uh you know, really this is what will impact your life, it is designed to capture your attention and to draw you in, whether it's through division, which is a good tactic to to keep people engaged. There's all these different tactics to to keep people engaged. This isn't some military industrial complex psyops. You know, it's so much simpler. So until we join hands and demand for a better product, because remember, they're selling us a product and and stop stop watching it stop filling your brain stop changing the way you think about the world because you're watching this nonsense if you want to be informed again read read fox i don't care read cnn whatever read read but at least at the very least when you're reading you can you can resist this barrage of information that is coming at you and at the very least you can use that critical mind of yours that, un- that you know that understand that logical understanding to sit here and, and, and maybe decipher it a little bit easier. But, but you know, uh, a previous podcast guest of mine, Mark Atkins, said to me, I'm a headline reader. And I, I'm, first, I was, that was kind of abrasive to me. And I thought, man, headline reader, like, that's lazy. That's, you know, blah, blah, blah. I love you, Mark. I'm not, I'm not saying you're lazy. But uh, it, it really got me thinking. And, and so I started thinking about that. I'm like, oh, man, actually, I understand exactly what he is saying. He is saying that... Um, I'm going to read a lot of headlines because a lot of headlines is going to kind of capture what the captured corporate media is maybe trying to shove down my throat. And then I can slip in things that might directly involve me, like, I don't know, the economy, the worth of the dollar, um, the border crisis, all of these things that then I, I can then try to understand in a more logical manner. I mean, the border crisis is another one. I don't know. Do you guys know that Biden's like building the wall? Like again or whatever. Like that's kind of funny to me that that he's building the wall. And the excuse that he's using, like his or his administration rather. And here I am talking. Biden's doing it like Biden's not doing anything. But the Biden administration is continuing to build the wall. And it's so that because refugees or or I don't know the correct politically correct terminology for these people, but these these illegal alien immigrants that are crossing the border, um, they're drowning in the river, and so they got to build a wall to like keep them from drowning in the river, is what they said. So so again, it's like you know what you're being told is ridiculous. So wait wait a second, you're building a wall to keep illegal immigrants from drowning in a river? Like that makes zero sense. If you want to keep someone from drowning in a river, why don't you build a bridge? Or why don't you just tell us the truth? Why don't you just tell us the truth, man? Like, like why, why do you have to tell us these obvious lies that we know are, are, are wrong? We know they're wrong. We know, the, we know that what we're being told is wrong. We may not know what is right, but it's like, stop. But, but, but for whatever reason, there's still consumers. There's still people out there that are consuming this. They're consuming this nonsense. And these institutions, whether they're being propped up by larger institutions or whatever, but these, this captured corporate media is, is 
for whatever reason, still in existence. And you think yours isn't, which is what's hilarious to me. You think, oh, Fox isn't. Dude, Rupert Murdoch, who owns Fox, gave money to the Clintons. Well, they all do that. Again, it's like you're justifying. It's You're going down, at least it's not CNN. It's better than, at least it's not. Dude, shut up. You sound so dumb. They're all the same. Fox is terrible. Fox is terrible. Stop watching it. It is a ter- it's, it is captured corporate media. It is brainwashing you. It is brainwashing you into propaganda. And you're saying to yourself, but it's not liberal. Yes, it is. It's all the same. It's all the same, dude. It's you're getting the same message. The message is to infight between one another to draw stupid lines in the sand that are nonsensical, that don't make, uh, hold no logic, fight each other over these things to death. All the while, uh, uh, the, the people that are imprinting this into your brain and making you think in this way that you don't even know are making money off of this. That's all they want to do. Cool. I mean, because they're a corporation, duh. Don't hate on that. I'm not hating on that. Make your money, dude. But let's all be honest and real as to what you're doing and how it is that you're making your money. Fox is the conservative voice. Okay, really? What? I mean, like, what? No, it's not. It's a it's a propaganda machine that's leading you down this, like, weird, dumb hole of inconsistencies and and you you just sound like an idiot you sound like an idiot and the, the only in, in your defense the only thing you can say is well at least at least i'm not a liberal like, yeah i guess i mean they're pretty ridiculous too right i mean like they're 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 the ones that are like this leading this cancel culture identitarianism nonsense. I mean, they're, they're the ones that are like really fracturing the social barrier and changing everything at breakneck speed, which is causing this like panic in the rest of us. Cause it's just such a small group that is doing it's such a tiny insignificant portion of our population that is pushing these extremes of the left, but they're loud they're loud, they're loud, they're loud. They're super loud. And then everyone is terrified that they're going to be canceled. They're going to be called out, that they're not going to fall in line. And so it's like this this domino effect. So again, take off your tinfoil hat there on the right. You know, I'm, I'm criticizing the left here, but it's not some grand conspiracy. The The conspiracy is these large corporations are afraid to be called out. I mean, when like Apple changed its logo from a, from an Apple, like its regular logo to the gay pride logo during gay pride month, I thought about the Uyghur Muslims that are in concentration camps in China that make the Apple iPhones. That's what I thought about. Like Apple doesn't give a toot about gay pride. They don't give a toot about social justice. They don't give a toot 
about any of this. What they care about is their bottom dollar corporation. They're using literal slave labor to build your iPhone so you can get on there and talk about social justice and talk about um, all these stupid concepts that you're trying to shove down the rest of our, our throats. I mean, it's just like, again, it's this infighting. It's this infighting. Go, I mean, like, your hatred of the norm being driven by big tech because they've given you a platform to be loud, to be heard, and now you're you're scaring the rest of us and these other corporations into conforming to this nonsense. Again, it's it's the same thing, it's infighting. You 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 don't believe these things. You've been told these things. You haven't given these things thought. And that's what's terrifying. That's what's that's that's the most terrifying thing to me about the left is is how fast they are to jump and change and radically change their positions on how they feel about this or how they feel about that because they're terrified. They are terrified to be on the outside. They're terrified to to be on the outside of this group that is just one of the most exclusive groups you can be in, which is being politically correct. And what does that mean? Well, man, that means a lot every day. It changes. Better get your pronouns right. You better get all your alphabet letters right. You better get all that stuff right, or else you're going to offend somebody and you're going to get canceled. And if you're a business... That means money, right? So Apple, thank you for changing your logo to the gay pride. That's cool, man. Wow. I hope all of the um, gay people out there really appreciated it that own your product that was made by slave labor, like actual chattel slavery in the largest concentration camp that's ever existed in China that made your phone. Yay. We don't hear about that on the news, right? We don't hear about genocides that are current, like act real genocides that are currently happening, like in Yemen, propagated by Saudi Arabia. We're not hearing about that. We're not hearing about, we're not hearing about these things, man. These things that I would consider important because they affect humanity in a way that, will forever change the landscape of the world. Like Pete, Pete Davidson's not going to forever change the landscape of the world. I don't need to hear about him on Fox or CNN or MSNBC or whatever. The, the Yemenis. Yeah. That, that genocide pro- probably, you know, the, the Somali state as it stands right now, pro- probably, you know, probably need to know what's going on in Taiwan. Probably, you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Probably need to know what's going on with the Federal Reserve, with our currency, with inflation. I mean, these these things like we we and we, we don't need like speculation. We don't need talking heads giving their idea. We need solutions, you know. 
And one solution, again, that I, I'm giving out for all of this is stop the infighting, stop acting as if the, the Democrats and the Republicans, and they're, they're different and they stand, they're, they're, the, they're the ones that are causing all this strife and all this pain. They're the evil ones in America. Nope, nope, nope. We all need to join hands and stand up against the tiny, tiny fraction of people that are really pulling the strings, these large corporations that are controlling our media these large corporations that are controlling our medicine, these large corporations that are controlling our food, these large corporations that are controlling U.S. policy, right? And they're doing exactly what large corporations are supposed to do. I'm not hating on them. I'm not saying that we need to abandon capitalism. I'm a capitalist through and through. What I'm saying is we need to make this an even playing field by saying, demanding, I want a better product. Fox. I want a better product. CNN kind of is getting it. I mean, they're like changing all these things because they're losing viewership and all that. So, I mean, maybe as a corporation, they might be waking up and saying, hey, we got to change some things. But I think if we all just like refuse, kind of like the Boston Tea Party, we all just like throw the tea in the harbor and stop and turn off the TV, start having conversations. Like I keep saying every single podcast, the importance of that with your neighbor, realizing that you're not different from that purple haired person, realizing that you're not different from that blue haired lady that goes to church three times a week. You're one and the same. Unless you have $5 billion in the bank, you're one and the same. You're, I mean, you know, we, there's so many more of us than there are of them. This is the solution before we are brought into nuclear war. I hate to be dramatic, but like, that's kind of what's happening because we're letting it all go rampant. I don't want to end on a depressing note. I don't, I know this, this is all, this all sounds depressing. and I know I kind of got angry and I apologize for that. I kind of got a little upset. Um, you know, just, just sitting here talking to you guys, uh, <clears throat> It's frustrating. You're frustrated. I can sense it. I can feel it. Um, we're all kind of frustrated, you know? We all want to know what to do, what the solution is. We all, and you know, we all know that what we're being told isn't true. But as long as it's not the Democrats telling us, or as long as it's not the Republicans, I mean, like, if we can drop all of that nonsense and just say, okay, like, we're all frustrated. We all know that these politicians are lying. They do not have our best interest at mind. They do not do the things that they're going to say. It doesn't matter what party you're in. Um, the left isn't the evilest people in the world, and the right isn't the evilest people in the world or whatever, and we just drop all that nonsense, and we demand a better product. You know, we can do it. We've done it. We do it all the time. I'm not talking about burning Nike shoes and stuff because that was pretty dumb. But you know, whatever, that's cool. You already bought the Nikes. I mean, like, why are you buying the sh- why are you burning the shoes? Wearing them to mow the grass? I don't know. Anyways, uh, hopefully, next podcast we're gonna have a- another guest. I'm gonna try to lighten the mood. But world politics is depressing right now. I mean, let's just be real. Be real with what's going on. It's it's sad. We're in a sad state of affairs. So again, turn off the news, have a conversation with your neighbor, friends, family. Thank you for joining me again 
on the Logical Podcast. Big shout out to Mike Weatherford and the Mike Weatherford Show, Tuesdays at 7, live on Facebook. Thank you again. Tune in next time. See y'all.